see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. Oh, I feel like you gotta do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. That don't, that don't make you want to do that when that shit comes on? <laughs> I've been no, dying to do it for like the that, past three episodes. That just makes me vibe. It just makes me vibe. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Grassroots Podcast. My name is Aaron Ashley Simon. And I'm Brandon Killer BH Hall. And we have a special guest here today who doesn't like doing podcasts, but does podcasts. And has a shirt on that says no podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so introduce yourself. Let everyone know who you are. I'm um, officially ice. It is officially ice. <laughs> For those that don't know, ice 100 percent has a podcast, but is against podcasts. So we're, right. gonna, we're we're going to get into that. Um, on top of it, ice also has on again a shirt that is banning podcasts <laughs> that he's now ventured off in. So I guess we'll 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 get to understand you a little bit better and, and, yeah, and how yeah. you operate. Um, but I mean, from the start, like. Let's kind of get into, you know, who is Ice, for those that don't know and don't really follow you um, on Twitter or just pretty much everywhere now at this point, because you, you popping. So not popping. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I, I, I got to keep it real, B. I, okay. I'm, I'm not popping. Um, okay. You know, How long you been working at Foot Action? <laughs> since 05. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? All right. Just, t- just tell us who you are. Just tell us who you nah, are. Nah, since, since about 2005. <laughs> so this is what we're doing. You, that's how long I've been at Foot Action, bro. Okay, and yeah. you know it's comfortable. The bills is paid, so <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. You know, they, they they flexible. Okay, it's cool. Okay, I what got. What's what's got. the Wisconsin thing? Uh Wisconsin's a very. Have you ever been? No, I don't uh, think I plan on going. Wisconsin's cool. I'll maybe I'll go during the summer, but definitely not when it's cold. Yeah, yeah no. Wisconsin's cool. <laughs> I like Wisconsin. So so talk to us a little bit about. Uh, really, what made you even do a podcast? Like, where where did your did you ever even envision yourself doing that at this point? Okay, um, a few years back, uh, I used to do a a radio internet radio show with uh, Hustle Hard Gotti out of Brooklyn. We we were recording in Elizabeth. Um, it was weekly shows, kind of like what a podcast is now. Mm-hmm. But it was what I look at where podcasts are now. I think. What we were doing is the next step to where podcasts are going. Okay. Um, the feedback was great. It was just interacting with people. It was, it was like a news show, mm-hmm. but not tied to any. Like one thing I hated about networks and radio stations and all of that is once you're on their platform, you kind of you have to play by their rules. Mm-hmm. Like, it's certain people. You can't say something about if you want to a certain topics you can't discuss if it goes against what they're you know supporting or mm-hmm. vice versa. Um, so it, I don't know. It's just eventually I've been hearing people, yo, you should get a podcast. You should get a podcast. I was always anti that just because I don't want to play by nobody else's rules. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a couple radio opportunities presented to me and even then I'm like nah I'm cool because I might diss one of the artists 
who the label is paying y'all bills, and now we have a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather just be able to be myself and not have to change up to to roll with anybody else's rules. Mm-hmm. Now, even even with that, with the uh, distant artists, I mean, you've had a few different run-ins with artists. Why do, why do you think your, uh, I guess, your opinion or how you carry yourself on social media matters so much to these people that, you know, you, you're just kind of voicing your opinion and, and expressing yourself like, normal people should be able to do but it seems like whenever you say something these artists and athletes and actors they get really mad <laughs> like they, well it's two parts to that and and it doesn't happen anymore because now majority of celebrities have a better understanding of social media mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was happening in 08 09 2010 like early early on twitter i think what happened was a lot of their managers um, publicists, et cetera, was telling people, yo, you got to get a Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's the new new platform unless you interact with your fans, et cetera. Yeah. So as an artist who knows nothing about this or entertainer, celebrity, whatever, you, you, you hear, okay, I get to interact with my fans. What you don't hear is I also get to see the shit that people that don't like me are saying. Yeah. Now, my thing, my voice on social media carried. Mm-hmm. I could say something as simple as, yo, that record was whack. But because it's retweeted a certain amount of times in this person's mentions, I'm the name they see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas a person with 10 followers could say, yo, suck my dick, I hope your mother die, all that. They won't see it, so it's nothing to them. Mm-hmm. So that's where the problems became because my when I say, whatever I say, carry. Yeah. So, and and I don't I don't disrespect people because I, I don't know you. I don't have a beef with you. Mm-hmm. I speak my opinion. And as a consumer, that's another thing that kind of pisses me off, where people get to saying, oh, you're not an artist. What gives you the right to critique this or critique that, et cetera? I'm a consumer. That's just like if you go to the movies and you watch a movie and you say, yo, that movie was trash. Mm-hmm. You're not a director. You're not an actor. You're not a producer. What gives you the right to say that? Yeah. I'm a paying consumer. Mm-hmm. I could say what I like and I could say what I don't like. For some reason, artists tend to take it, particularly hip-hop artists, tend to take it a little bit more personal if you don't like their music. Yeah. And my whole thing was, yo, you 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 rich. You got millions of fans. Why are you worried about what I say anyway? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess the perception is everything. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where... Uh, rappers, they, I always say this, they have their their uh, rapper man code where they, they have to conduct themselves a certain way or, or they're expected to conduct themselves a certain way. So if you have someone that's kind of just expressing themselves and expressing their uh, their thoughts behind something, but the public is viewing it like, oh, he's dissing you, then it puts the artist in a, in a spot of, okay, now I have to react. I have to do something because this guy's saying this and they actually care. So rather than kind of understanding that it's just an opinion, they act out or threaten you or do whatever just mm-hmm. because it, they almost feel like they have to. They, That's they, weird, they, though. They lose like, themselves. It's kind of weird because if you think about it, like you, you see people like Kendrick Lamar, I'm sure at one point. I mean, he was a wasn't he like a he opened up for Schoolboy Q and stuff yeah. like that. And like, I'm sure people said stuff about his music, but you don't see him out on tweet, uh, people's Twitter mentions well, or anything. Because he doesn't have that image to uphold. True. The ones that were doing the reacting like that are the ones who were super street niggas. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I have to react that way. I got to I got to put on this show for social media. You put on the show. I fully understand it. So when I see certain artists saying whatever whatever to me, I don't pay no mind to it. 
Everybody else is, oh, yo, he said that. Trust me. He's not risking mm-hmm. all of this behind what I'm saying. He's putting on a show. I've, 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 I've been face-to-face with artists that, that I've had interactions with on Twitter. Totally different in person. Laughed. Yeah. Yo, you crazy, dog. Like, I'll tell you the same thing to your face because I'm not disrespecting nobody. Yeah. I've only disrespected one rapper, and I knew I was yo, I was out of line for that. Even went back and apologized just because, as a man, I was out of line for that. Yeah. Nobody else, I don't disrespect you. If I don't like it, I don't like it. I don't have to like it, though. Yeah. That's just people are so concerned with what they, they don't like. Focus on what you like. Like, yeah. focus, you, you cater to your fans. If I say, yo, I didn't like your, this, oh, man, this album was trash. So what? You got 300,000 people saying they love it. Talk to them. So what's the fine line then? Like, some people may look at what you're saying and, and be like, oh, he's being honest. And then some other people may look at it and be like, oh, he's trolling. So what's that fine line and well, difference? Well, well, trolling now is, is completely blown out of proportion. People don't even know what trolling is. You say something that's unpopular, you're trolling. Like, that's the number one defense. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's just trolling. Nah. To me, the definition of trolling is I'm saying something or doing something that I don't believe solely to get a reaction. Like I could be antagonizing this person, but be a fan behind closed doors just because I want a reaction. That's trolling. A lot of people try to troll me, but I I tell them all the time, yo, I wrote the book on making people react. You'll never get a reaction out of me. People will troll me, you know what I do? I follow them. I don't say nothing, I just click follow. And I watch their tweets change because they don't want to lose the follow. Mm. Don't say a word to him. I'll be like, you watch this. Follow. And everything changes up. Do they instantly like put that tweet like, oh my gosh, Ice is following me. Yeah. Oh, I'm, so, I, I, I'm expecting t- that to come after it. Like, oh my God, he just followed me. I see that. Oh, yo, he retweeted me, yo, bro. Like, I done ran into people out in the city and shit and talking crazy online. They see me, yo, yo, let's go to the bar. Yo, yo, let's get some shots. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's not beef. There's no beef. <laughs> No beef. I think that's the funny part just about social media and just like the generation where we are now. What they consider to be beef is really not beef. It just be like text beef. It just like, like it's not like these niggas don't have beef. Yeah, like Jay said it best when he was talking about his interview where he was like, Look, like when me and Fat Joe we had beef, like it, that wasn't even like real beef. Like we got in an elevator together and it was, it was just awkward. He was like, That's not beef. Like that, First you know what I'm saying? I always, if I have beef with somebody, like real legitimate beef, social media will be the last place to find out. Yeah. Yeah. I will never say that person's name. I won't interact with them at all. I'm waiting on one thing to see you out. Yeah. That's it. So do you feel like when rappers have quote unquote beefs now on social media, do you feel like there's any, like it's real or do you feel like it's just all for show? Kind all of for show. Was, all for show. So the Meek Mill and Drake one was all for show. I mean, Yes, they didn't have beef. Like if they saw each other, it was on site. Like when I when I compare, no, it was not. It was not gonna be on site. I when I beef to me is Peter Griffin and the Yellow Chicken. That's beef. (laughs) That's beef. Peter be eating breakfast and look out the window and was like, "Oh, it's lit." On him. That's beef. (laughs) 
That's such a great example. Yeah, I just, but I remember that's real beef, too. though. They fought for like the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they fought for like four episodes. Yeah. No matter what, just drop everything and fight. So, I mean, where, where you are present day now having this influence um, and kind of being an influencer yourself. I hate that word. It, it, you are, though. You I are. I hate that word. Why, though? It's, it's the truth. Yeah. You, you're, you tweet something, uh, someone reacts to it. Yeah. You, That's you, influence. People react to, to some of the things you say. Like, your opinion now matters. You know, you've made guest appearances on, on Joe Button's podcast and now having your own platform that people tune into and, and, and uh, you know, want to make sure that they don't miss an episode. So it's, you are an influencer. Yeah, I get threatened if I don't, if I go a week without an episode. They be in my mentions like... Well, I've, I've threatened you, but that's for, you know, that's for other reasons. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> regardless, you're an influencer. So, I mean, present day, like, how does that, uh, does that kind of affect the way you kind of maneuver now more so than it did before? Not or? at all. No. To me, none of this shit is real. That's how I treat it. Like, all of this. Mm-hmm podcast shit, social media shit. I don't care about none of that. I do it just to do it. Okay. When it, when when I put the phone down or I cut the mic off, whatever, I'm going still living regular life. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. I don't let none of that shit. People, I, I've come across places, yo, how many followers you got? Now? I don't know. I don't look. I don't care. Yeah. To me, none of that's real. Like, I'm not one of them people who, I may tweet a lot, but I don't live on the internet. Yeah. It's two differences. So, I mean, I, I guess I can see that, too, because knowing you personally and knowing how you are on social media, there's two different things. I, don't, I wonder if people really know that about you. Like, your persona that is on social media is completely different from who you are in a person in a sense of how you engage people. Like, a lot, I was saying that on the way up here. A lot of people don't, really don't know that you're extremely intelligent. Right. Like, you're, you're no dummy. You're one of the people that are... They, is very uh, savvy in how you uh, assess things and how you kind of go about your daily, you know, uh, journeys or whatever the word is. But you're not the normal person that does that. So, I mean, in, I guess from when you're now at this plateau and, and even dealing with family or friends, do you see a difference with them, like how they engage you? Like, cause, you know, you have artists that reach out to you that I'm sure that they're fans of. Like, how does that change your interaction with, from a family aspect? Um, that, that definitely did. I have, I've had family members, um, you know, pushing products, things, and immediate would call me, yo, I need you to do this because, you know, you could do this on Twitter. And I'm like, bro, it's not a good idea though. Yeah. Nah, but just do it. And, and, you know, they'll listen to you. Like, it don't work like that. Like, first off, I'm not pushing anything that I don't fuck with, whether yeah. it be family, friends, uh, corporation, I don't care. If I don't fuck with it, I'm not talking about it. Oh, so, so yours is more of like a brand loyalty thing. Like, if it's not something you believe in, then it's just not. Yeah, it's just, it's just not happening. Oh, so payola doesn't happen with you then. Now, I've turned down shit. Like, I remember a, a, a major record company called me up to the office, played a, a artist single. It was like, look, we want you, you know, bring you on to work this, and you know, this is the budget we got for it. I was, I mean, the money was nice. And I said, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. This shit is trash, though. I, I'm not, I'm not comfortable saying anything about this record. Yeah. And they, they appreciated the honesty and dapped it up, and that was it. I didn't get that, I didn't get that job. I mean, they gave me some other stuff, but I turned that down. Yeah. Just because I, I'm not. Some people get on social media, whether it be Instagram, uh, Twitter, whatever, 
looking to make a following so that they can now sell a product. You know, they want to sell, you look on Instagram, anybody that gets a certain number thousand of followers, next thing you know, they're pushing something. You know, all the, all the girls are doing the, the tummy tees and the, the, the dresses and all that type <laughs> of shit. Like, everybody, that, that's the goal. That's not my goal. That's never been my goal. Like, I'm not hurting, not try, I'm not rich by any yeah. means, but, like, my bills are paid. So, I'm not sitting here crying about trying to scratch and take any bag I can get for anything. Like, mm. nah, my integrity mean more than that. Yeah. It's also interesting, too, because you've built such a big following just being who you are and not, like, trying to sh shape yourself into something that you aren't. Because I've noticed that with social media, a lot of times there'll be people, like you said, like, even with the rappers, they'll, their persona is one way on social media, but then off of it, that's not who they are. And it's like, once you set yourself, like, set a certain image of yourself, that's not who you are, you have to upkeep it. Yeah. But that's why you see some of these like rappers and, and known people when when they aren't upkeeping their image, it's like things go downhill. They deal with depression mm -hmm. and this and that. So I respect the fact that you're like, this is who I am, and like either you take it or not. Like, yeah, that's it. Care. That's it. This this is me. Like I'm not putting on a show for nobody. If you don't like it, you don't like me. Cool. Yeah. If you like it, you like me. Cool. No matter what, it's not going to change my day to day. Why Why do you think artists or just entertainers care so much about that like keeping up with this persona that really isn't needed in this uh day and age you know what i mean like you know, I know normally you, the cliche rapper uh, you, you expect them well back in the day I, i'll say you you expected them to have uh, uh, an immense amount of jewelry on uh you know throwing money in the strip clubs or just uh buying lavish homes and cars to where now you don't really need to do that but there are a few artists that still kind of carry themselves that same way and still kind of feel like all right well I, I i gotta do this why do you think that they're still they still gravitate to that lifestyle and imagery because the facade means more than anything to them you have to upkeep the facade yeah. No matter what. Even if shit is looking shaky behind the scenes. On Instagram, nobody can know. Yeah. Once you set yourself in that light, you have to stay in that light. Because to them, and I'm I'm for those who can't see, I'm using air quotes, authenticity is everything. Yeah. So I, I have to make this look as realistic as possible for as long as possible. The second you see that that's not the case now my authenticity is in question mm. i mean it's always been the case it, back in the mtv cribs days yeah niggas was renting cribs niggas was renting cars renting jewelry like except red man yeah except red man <laughs> yeah. except, and and that and the most memorable episode goes to red man yeah but yeah like like the, the facade just you have to paint this picture people care a lot about what complete strangers think yeah and not just celebrities just I, that's one thing I see on social media all the time. Yeah, it's, it's there's like this weird limbo going on now where it's like the the people who have that facade and the people who are just like themselves, but when they're being themselves, people are still talking trash about them, like especially some of the younger artists. Like I know like what they do is different, but like at least they're being more of themselves, you know? I'm 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 cool with expression. Like I don't I don't uh I try not to put uh, or categorize artists or or for whatever their expression is, be it you wearing a, a, a man bag, a dress, whatever. Because I, I just believe in, if that's truly, truly you, rock out, I'm with you. Because it's, it's very difficult to be you than to 
uh, try to build this whole other persona that you eventually can't really keep up with. So I'm, I'm cool with that. I just don't like when there are artists that now go from uh, you know, kind of being this cliche uh, bag and all this other thing, and then they come out with a whole nother persona, like, oh no, I, I found God, or uh, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. I'm now uh, an activist of some sort, like that. It's like, now who are you? Because now I'm, I'm, I get confused at that they don't, point. They don't know who they are, though. That's the thing. Most of this art, most of the, the artists have no clue who they are. Yeah, they just trying to figure out what works. Throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. Oh, that stick. That's the lane we're going to go in. Yeah. But it's bad, too, because, like, I, I was talking to someone about it. If you look, I guess, within the past 10 years at white pop artists, they've all gone through the same route. They mm -hmm. start at the innocent route, then they get into the hip-hop, yeah. and then when the hip-hop, black culture's not working for them, oh, it was such a bad influence, and now I found Jesus. And yeah. now they're saying that anything that's dealing with black culture is bad. Mm -hmm. So that's the one thing I don't They'll like. They'll be back. They'll be back, though. Oh yeah, I they feel all, like they all, yeah. they, they, they all, all the pop artists you name, what it name, but all the pop artists from that era find their way back. They need, they need, they need black culture. Absolutely need it. Black culture drives the needle forward for everything. Yeah. Whether now you have some people that are comfortable showing that they're using black culture, and then you have others that just try to make it seem like, hey, look, look what we came up with. But it's still being taken from black culture. Gucci. Yeah. What do, What do you think about you know uh, the state of where we are as a country and uh, even music and some of the uh, influences that now uh, come across every day? Like, how do you feel looking at the TV or turning on music and you'll hear maybe uh, certain things being said uh, about just uh, I guess the government or or music and then tie it back into yourself? How does that kind of correlate to your thoughts and things of that nature? It's wild, man. Like, the, the government, it, we living in some wild times. Yeah. Only because they so blatant. Like, it, I mean, we knew the bullshit been happening mm -hmm. for a long time. But now it's like, we ain't even got to hide it. Like, yeah. this is it. You know what I mean? My, my mom's, it, nah, I don't know if I can say that because I don't know if she's allowed to discuss certain things. But never mind. Um, it, but it's a lot of just... There's no hiding. It's it's right here. I think they treat it as if we know a small portion of, they know a small portion of us are going to get upset, react, whatever. But they also know that the majority is not going to get up and do anything. Yeah. So it's like they cool with, all right, they'll protest for three days. They'll be off it. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll deal with that. Let 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 them get their noise off for three days. Back to business as usual. Yeah. Like we don't do anything that that has lasting power. You know, we we get mad. We'll make some shit trend. You know, there'll be a protest in the city for a day, two days, but after that, everything's forgotten. Back to back to business as usual. And yeah. I, and they know that. Do we blame social media for that? No, we blame ourselves for that. To be honest. Um, it's something that I've been saying for a while, and I'm a, I'm guilty of this as well. But we don't we don't stick together. We don't get behind each other, and and really stand and really and, push. And push as one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there's no real like organization, no real leaders anymore. 
And then anytime there is a leader, we too busy tearing that leader down ourselves. So I, I, we, we are the problem. I just don't know how to fix the problem. I'm part of the problem. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I don't know if we're so broken that it can't be fixed, but I know they're counting on us to never fix the problem. Mm. Well, outside of not fixing the problem, I also think that, uh, to your point, we really don't know how to fix it. I, the one thing I will say about uh, just everything that's been happening in the past year, two years or so, the one thing I never understand is when we riot. Like when we start and we go pick it, but we d then go and kind of burn down our own establishments in our own communities. And I never understand the point of that. Well, it ain't our establishments. We don't know, even even if it's in our community. But I'm saying like black, black owned businesses. It's not many of them. Like when they, they ride in, let's say, Baltimore. Mm hmm. It wasn't many black owned. It was in the urban area. It was in their own area. They didn't own that shit. They don't own much. We don't own much. Yeah. So that's some, like people always say, oh, we're burning down our own stuff. It's still not ours. It's just in where we live, but it's not our. We, we, we don't own that. Okay, I guess that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. I get that. So now I guess with that, when you know, because you are very influential, I guess after having or thinking about it, what are, your, what are some things you now think about or, or a little bit more conscious of before speaking when, it, when we now are in such a fragile time and space of just, you know? Nothing. When it comes to me, nothing. We live in a, a super PC time right now mm -hmm. where people are going out of their way to be offended. Like shit that don't have nothing to do with the person. Yeah. They will reach through and find a way to be offended. Personally, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not tied to any organizations or anything where I have to watch what I say. Mm -hmm. If I piss you off, oh well. And that's that's always been me though. I never I never cared about that. You know, especially now, you can't pretty much say any uh, anything about anything. You all they're coming after comedians for jokes. Yeah. You can't make jokes. You can't, like, imagine if we had a Chappelle show now. Or, you know, th things of this nature. It would not work. All this shit is getting shut down. They are looking for reasons to just riot. And it's not just against us. Not riot. Uh, protest. Protest. It's not just against us. It's literally anything. You see a company with a T-shirt that somebody don't like and they're going to find a way to they were going to organize a rally outside that outside their flagship to get that pulled down. Yeah. But people are giving into that pressure. I'm not tied to any companies. And I let everybody know my words are mine, not foot actions. So <laughs> and people wrote a, people wrote letters of foot action about me. No, I'm I'm dead serious. I'm I'm 100% <laughs> serious. I'm not joking right now. <laughs> I'm I'm one hundred percent serious. <laughs> I'm really trying to be serious. <laughs> I'm being serious because this is a serious topic. <laughs> I tell you, so a couple years back, remember the movie The Brothers? Yeah. Okay. A picture popped up on on a, I believe it was Twitter or something. It had four lesbian women, but the it was in the same pose from the original The Brothers box uh, art mm -hmm. and it said the brothers 
but you know they were they were I don't I don't want to say the incorrect term here but they were the more masculine masculine features. there we go so I took the picture and I Instagrammed it and all I said yo is this real question mark that's it never said another word that picture had almost 25,000 comments the actors the director and writer of apparently it is a real it was a real movie all are in there calling everybody homophobic they're yelling at me why'd you put this up i said i just wanted to know if it was real or if it was like a parody like mm-hmm. like that's that's all i wanted to know i didn't disrespect anybody but that conversation went for like 3 days they saw my bio that I worked at Foot Action, they started posting copies of letters they sent to Foot Action corporate office. Don't even know my name. I but they write say, letters. What do you put ICE, your employee? <laughs> they attach pictures and it, this employee, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a wild story. Like, but th- these are the times. That's what I'm trying, these oh, are the times. Man. I also feel like sometimes when, uh, when people take offense it's more to divert from the actual issue itself. Like the whole all lives matter thing. Yeah, like that thing, yeah. it kind of annoyed me because it's like no one's saying that anyone else's lives don't matter. It's just saying that black lives matter too. Not saying like, oh, your life doesn't matter. So I feel like sometimes people do that just to divert from the actual important topic to discuss. Because they did that with Kaepernick too. Yeah, they killed Kaepernick for that. They're still and killing him. They, well, yeah, they're, they're still killing Kaepernick. I mean, what, what do you even that? What do you think about that? Like with what the NFL is doing or quote unquote not doing or, you know, where his stance is present day? I salute him for it. I mean, I, I do feel that. Others should stand with it, or that's how it's always kind of tricky. Do I say stand with them, kneel with them? But yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, like somebody, I'm glad somebody did it. You know, unfortunately, his previous year's stats allowed them to justify him not having a job, even though he was better than a couple other quarterbacks. It was. It still. It gave them an escape. I get what you're saying. Their leverage in in their conversations when they say why is he not on the team is per his stats. That's right. That's what they go back. Though. Even though there are quarterbacks that are way worse. Like, but still, he's not in the top five quarterback. <clears throat> he's not in the top five quarterbacks. Something of that nature. So, that gives them room to say, well, it has nothing to do with this. It's because of his play last year. Yeah, but it they, gives them wiggle room. But they wouldn't be doing that if it wasn't a black man. Like, let's keep it real. There's no, some it, terrible quarterbacks. You, you take a, you take a um, let me think. Uh, Bortles. Russell Wilson. Okay, he, he's, he's in the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that to him. Certain players of certain caliber, they can't do that to him. Because he's not in that. It was the it was the right message, and I don't want anybody to take offense to this, but if you do, oh well. It was the right message, wrong person. Mm. Because of the person, it allowed them to to kind of wiggle out of saying the real reason why he don't have a job. 
But I kind of felt like he was the right person at the time when he did it. Like he was, he was our, all right. Like he was a fan favorite. Mark. He was an NFL favorite at, at that point too. You know, you see him on a lot of commercials. You see him interacting with fans, giving to charities, and uh, you know, just giving back well, yeah, to the he community. Was, he was completely clean mm-hmm. in terms of you know putting putting action behind words, et cetera, et cetera. But still, because he wasn't, because his stats didn't have him in the top five, ten quarterbacks, yeah. it allowed them to, to quote-unquote, explain why he don't have a job. Even though it's still, we, all, we know it's BS. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch has been sitting for the anthem forever. Guess what? Nothing's happening. Yeah, he's still playing. They're not yeah, going to do that. They, they that can't do that. They can't do that. That's my thing. You need, you need those. You need, in the NBA, you need a LeBron, a Steph Curry, a Kevin Durant. Let the top tier do something and let it trickle down. Well, they are starting to speak out now. They're speaking out. They are definitely speaking like, out. They're using yeah. their platform because, because it's so blatant now. Mm-hmm. It's like now you, nobody can turn a blind eye to this. Yeah. If you're silent, that's like you saying you agree with it. Yeah, yeah that's, how I, that's, that's exactly how I take what it. you're saying. That's what I take it as. The moment you don't say something and it's directly in your face, are right, you down with that? What happened, the NFL felt like, you know, we're going to make it's, it's, it. Take it back to slavery. The one slave that tries to escape and they catch him. They have to make an example out of him. They mutilate him. They do something to show the other slaves don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Catch Kaepernick. You blackball him. You, you, you outlist him to show everyone else. The second you open your mouth, we'll do that to you. Yeah. But what we, well, what the, the, the rest of the black players in the NFL don't realize is they can't blackball all of y'all. Mm-hmm. That goes back to what I was saying about us standing together as a whole. Yeah, and also, um, I forget his name, but there was this one white player. He stood up now, and he was like, it's going to take not only black people standing up, but also, unfortunately, white people have to take yeah. their stance and say no, too. Because yeah. then you can't be like, oh, this is just a black player thing. No, this is like a human This is a real thing going thing. on. This right. is like yeah. a human decency thing, not just black and white. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you guys noticed, I, I want to know that, or if you heard about it, um, there was a group of NFL players, they I, I, former and current NFL players, um, they, they put together a proposal to the league. And you know how they have uh, October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's December is Salute the Troops Month or something like that. They're trying to make November um, Equality Awareness Month or something of that nature. I, I could be wrong with the words, but um, just to pretty much po- – Focus attention on this. You know, you, you're a huge platform. And I think the NFL is going to eventually give in. Now, they said it may not be – it's too close this season to do it, which I think is some BS. But I do think eventually they're going to give in because the NFL – there's a lot of people that are boycotting the NFL. I'm one I, of them. I haven't watched not one game. See, this is where the hypocritical me comes in. <laughs> I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Oh, my God. We good. We, we look good. It's hard to boycott when your team is good. That's true. I'm a Giants fan, so. Yeah, yeah. 0-2, who cares? Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? It's not that but difficult. You got, you got Twitter updates. Nah, it's different. Even, when, yeah, when, your, it's, when your team yeah. out here looking good, all your players are healthy, it's different. It's, I will be in the sports bar tomorrow in all steel gear, head to toe. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I don't know if I feel the same. I, for me, I just I'm just present day now, especially with with the platform that we, you know we've developed. I really feel like it's important to start taking these little stands and to start um, acknowledging when injustice is, is happening. You know what I mean? For for uh, Kaepernick, I just feel like it's it's to your point, it's blatant what's mm-hmm. happening here. It's blatant. Yeah. No matter how you try to slice it up, no matter the uh, examples you give or nope. the, it, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. This shit is blatant. And I feel like, all right, why am I going to sit here and watch TV and support a league that does not support freedom of speech, support freedom of action, support individuality? Oh, no, they support it. It's just they don't support it. From yeah. certain people, from mm. certain groups, they don't support like like what we fail to realize. The flag mean more important is more important to them than we are. Th- but that's my point. Dogs are more important to them than we are. Well, that's I mean that goes back to the whole thing where you know historically, more specifically, black men were viewed as entertainment. Like even during slavery times, yeah. they had them fight each other sometimes. Absolutely, and they would. So it's like. You are entertainment. You're good for entertaining, but if you step outside of that, that's when we have a problem. Well, what a don't lot get of people, too comfortable. What a lot of people also kind of overlook is because, you know, we will always, you know, like Kaepernick, First Amendment right. It's like he's exercising his First Amendment right. The part that people forget is when the Constitution was written, the First Amendment was for them. Yeah, It's not for us. Remember, we were three-fifths of a man. Yeah. Like, we the people meant them the people. Them the people, <laughs> yep. Not, uh, we, it, it, we are not included in that, air quote, we. And that's the part, like, that's where the, the, the difference occurs right there. Is people are looking at us like, yo, y'all don't count. We just want to count. Yeah. We just want to count. We're not asking for nothing crazy. We're not asking for no handout. We just want to count. Like we want to be. We just want to count. Yeah. I mean, so moving forward, just I guess how we engage. Do you think that um, your perception of uh, I guess like have you seen like people that you were close to or, or friends with or maybe in passing do you see them kind of change how they're now looking at our the the situation that we're going through as minorities and and, and do they uh, kind of feel for you or do they kind of align a little bit more and understand better now now that because it's so blatant and it's so right in their face they face that they really can't uh, ignore it certain things are blatant but blatant wow certain things are blatant they still don't understand fully but what I will say is a lot of especially like I I come in contact with a lot of older white people Mm -hmm. they're asking questions now which is a good thing yeah Mm -hmm. like these are people that are setting their ways you know what I mean they only knew the world one way Mm -hmm. all of this shit is new to them and they're asking questions so I I remember when uh, remember when uh, LeBron's house got defaced yeah. out in L.A. And he, he made his comments about going through, um, you know, dealing with racial uh, profiling and race, racial injustice as a, as a child. I had an older white guy say, he, and he, he said, 
can you not take offense to this? I'm like, oh, I already know what this means. <laughs> That's the worst thing to say. Anytime it phrases, look, I don't mean to be disrespectful here, but, but um, oh, I'm like, when them niggers was on that yard, <laughs> it's always like a wild question. Hey, listen, when they lynched that nigger down south, how did you feel? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fam. <laughs> but, but he asked a good question. He was just like, you know, somebody like Le- LeBron, who's been rich and famous pretty much since, since a kid, can he really has say he's dealt with these issues or is he just talking? He absolutely can. But to them, they don't see that. They yeah. equate money with status. Like, you, you once you, and I, I had to explain to him, I had to give him a good example real quick. I said, uh, remember Magic Johnson, Donald Sterling situation? Yeah. So Magic Johnson's a billionaire. And, and Sterling was like, yo, I don't care if you're, Sleeping with them, just don't be seen with them. Like she, mm-hmm. she couldn't be seen with Magic Johnson. Yeah. So it's not about how much money you got. And the dude was like, "Damn, I never looked at it that way." Like, cause I don't look at it that way. And I'm like, "You're one of the few that don't. There are others that don't." Um, still, I was, still I was about nigga. to say, he, yeah, he he may be <laughs> one of the rare people that really don't really see color in that light of being a, a disadvantage or or privilege. He just is taking people as they are. So you know, kudos to him. But shit, nah. <laughs> that, that's 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 something that's rare. That doesn't normally happen, especially when you when you when you're trying to get someone to understand uh, the injustices and and mm-hmm. try to get someone to understand how it really feels like to you know uh, to step into my shoes just for a, a millisecond, just to just it's hard. Feel. Man. It's hard because they've never dealt with it. That's what white privilege is, right there. You've never had to deal with it. Yeah. It's hard, and, and but what we got to understand, I'm not saying understand white privilege, but for someone who's never, ever, ever had to deal with something, for them to put themselves in the place of someone that's dealt with it for their whole lives is asking a lot. Yeah, it is. That's the part that we just don't get. Oh, how can you not see it? Look, they kill it. And, and on their end, they like, nah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. Or they, or they might not have been like grown up around black people. Because mm-hmm. I went to school in Kentucky. There are some people that said that the first time that they interacted with anyone of color was in college. Like where they're from, there's no, there's no black people at all, or even anyone of color. Yeah, but that, that's that's to your point. I think we just need to do a better job of educating. Yeah, I think if we educate more and and kind of give a rational reasoning and understanding as to why we feel this way and why we're so outraged and why uh, we keep saying it's an injustice and it's racism at the forefront. I think if we do a better job of that, um, we I think we'll start to see some growth. We'll start to see things change a little bit more. You well, know what I mean? Well, see, and, and the other thing is th- this racism has been instilled in them for generations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this ain't nothing new. Like, it's almost to the point where, not to really jump off top, but imagine if you woke up tomorrow and everyone was telling you everything you knew about all religions was fake. Like, you just, it was, that was made up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for you to kind of process that when this is all you've known. Yeah. So with them... This is generation of generation of generation just just looking at black people as beneath, not equal. Now you're being told otherwise. It's hard to just flip the switch when this is what you're programmed. 
there's a lot of deprogramming that has to happen. Yeah. A lot of educating, a lot of just, you need open minds and you need people that are willing to talk without shouting, yeah. without, you know, but you need open minds. Because there are a lot of white people out there that are open-minded, just trying to figure, just trying to understand. You know, there's people that's looking at this like, all right, cop just pulled this guy over. He didn't have anything on him. Why is he dead? Yeah. And then you have other people, what did he do to make the cop shoot him? Mm -hmm. Because I got pulled over by a cop and he didn't shoot me. So what did you do different? Yeah. That's the, that's the part where they not understanding, the, you know, the double standard. Yeah. <laughs> the well, double standard. And I can't lie. Thank gosh for Facebook Live because now people are actually able to see, like, oh dang, he really didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, that see, that's the other thing. Now we are our own news networks. Yep. It this shit's been happening for years. Oh, yeah. There's of just there's just been no coverage. Yeah. Now we're the news network. We have our own platforms, everybody. And something happens now, we can record it and put the, put the story out. Because if we wait on them, it's not going to happen. That's true. But, I mean, let, let's segue a little bit. Because yeah. there's still a little bit more to talk about. Let's talk battle rap. Let's talk battle rap. Okay. Your brother's arsenal. Right. Well-known. Well Shouts, Shouts to baby bro. Well-known uh, battle rapper. Um, recently had a battle with uh, Loaded Lux. Mm -hmm. um, do you ever kind of find yourself uh, not being unbiased in certain situations with him? Like, you know, because obviously that's your brother. You're always going to champion for him and always going to be there. But it, was there ever a, a battle that you saw where he was like, you were like, ugh. Oh, no, I've seen a couple. I mean, I tell him. Mm -hmm. Or we talk amongst the family. Yeah. On the outside. Also, like, your whole family is... is in, oh, is. My, my mom, my grandparents, aunts, uncles. Any battle he has in Jersey, I, my mom is right next to me there. Oh, wow. That's crazy. My mom is there. You know, like, family, our whole family comes to his Shouts battles. to Mama Ice, yeah, man. Yeah, yo, she, she sounds like a G. Yeah, I ain't gonna like, lie. Shouts to Mama she Ice, like man. The battle rap circuit loves her, believe it or not. I think I met your mom's once. She is very, very pleasant. They love her when, when, when anytime my brother's battling in Jersey or... Sometimes she even went to one in New York. Like, I'll make sure, come on, I got her. We in there, and she, everybody want to take pictures with her because, you know, that's our smother too. Yeah. So, and, and she's cool as a fan, man. She be out there shouting, and I was like, no, you can't go on stage, though. You're going you to watch from up here. <laughs> Mama Ice trying to get on stage to battle and shit. <laughs> nah, you know what's funny? I forget what battle it was. It was one of my first battles that I went to with my mother, with, you know, my brother was battling. Mm hmm and the dude he was battling was, you know, they disrespect each other. He's saying shit about our mother. Mm. Now, that's my mother, too. Yeah, how does that work? And, how does that and work? she's standing right here. I was like, yo, check this out. <laughs> the contracts say he can't hit you. Like, he can't do nothing to you. But I, I, I wasn't cool that day. I was like, nah, chill. That, that was... I, That's got to be I, a lot. Like, yeah, that like, was a lot. Just yeah. being like, even when we went to Joe's performance and then hearing the comments being made when he battle rapped, and I was just kind of like, oh, this, this is a lot for me to handle. And I'm just, and I'm not even Joe. Like, how do, how do, how do, how, I guess I always wondered how rappers or battle rappers do that. Like, they're able to really, like, you. restrain. Like, I've seen rappers get poked in the face and like, and you just stand there like a, a, a billboard. Like, they don't even move. You know why? 
and and I learned this. Um, I went to one of my brother's brother's battles in Oakland, and on stage it was a, it was one of the two one of them two day event type things. So he was out there supporting some guys who was battling the first day. He was battling the second day. Mm-hmm. So the first day, like you know, he they all you know in each other's face and it's beef. Afterwards, everybody went out drinking, dapping it up, chilling, and. I asked my brother, I'm like, yo, I don't want to fuck this nigga up. Like, what's up? He was like, bro, this shit is the same as wrestling. It's the same as wrestling. <laughs> Only difference is we don't know the outcome. What we're saying is already scripted because they write their raps prior to the battle. Mm-hmm. You know who you're battling. You know how long it's going to go. You know where it is. And then after that, I, we get paid. And it's, that's it. Yeah. Everybody's cool. And when he said that, I was just like, all right, you know. I mean, it's a couple things that really don't like each other, and fights have happened. Yeah, there's been there's been a few videos that have come out where it's just going left. I ain't even talking about the battle. I'm talking about shit like outside the venue or when it's uh, over, niggas okay. caught each other outside. Like, yeah, I've seen some some things happen, mm. but outside of that, like they're all cool with each other. Yeah. Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, it's like. It's like when you're battle rapping, it's putting on a persona in a sense. Like, of course, you got bars and everything, but like you said with WWE, it's a certain persona and personality that you have to be there. But then off, it's like, oh, you weren't purposely trying to attack me. You're trying to win. Right. That's it. Now, 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 see, my brother's angle, he's king disrespectful. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. I've seen. Uh, let me. Let me. Let me just speak to ours. <laughs> let me just speak to ours. I've seen a number of your battles. I've been to a few. You are extremely disrespectful. <laughs> like it's a whole nother level of disrespect, yo. Oh yeah, they got like like a YouTube videos just of all the disrespectful. Fam, nah. I told him early. I was like, yo, I don't know how you ain't get snuffed. I, I, I don't. I'm gonna I keep it. A, I, I, I'm gonna yeah. keep it all the way a buck. I don't know how you ain't get snuffed. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Like, and the bad thing is he raps. Like, it's not like <laughs> one of those things where he's just saying witty shit and just you know pushing your butt. He's saying this and still delivering on what he's saying. And, it's, and then you got. The the whole crowd cheering each nah, and then that's man. the bad part I, yeah, yeah nah, I, nah. that's why i said i can never battle rap Mm-mm. i can Hell never no. after the first four i had your moms in the side fam turk take the mics off let's like, <laughs> like, like, i couldn't do it i couldn't yeah, do nah. it i'm forfeiting all my money i'm gonna tell you right off the rip. <laughs> nope oh, man. i remember um so my brother has a baby girl mm-hmm. and i think it was a battle right after she was born and the nigga was like yeah, fuck your daughter. I was like, ho, oh, oh, ho, that's my little niece you talking about, fam. And she oh, a baby. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, some of that should be too much. It does sound. But yeah. I've seen him disrespect somebody. He was in London, and the dude he was battling, like the dude's brother had just passed away maybe <sighs> two days before the battle. Like they didn't even think dude was going to make the battle. My brother goes, and it's opening verse. Yeah, I know your brother passed, so I'm not even going to disrespect him like that. Pauses. Fuck that dead nigga. I'll go dig him up and piss. I was like, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Man. And you in London. Where this nigga from? Ugh. Yo, how? He must have so many angels looking after him. Like, yo, I'm, I'm telling you. That I, is I'm not, rough. I'm t- Arsenal's disrespectful. <laughs> Yeah. He yeah. is. Yeah, that, wow. that's he's Mr. Disrespectful. He is. But what I will say is that's where I think his claim to fame comes from. 
because he can rap and because he puts words together so well, yeah. it, it kind of makes you want to compete with him. You know what I mean? Because you just want to get, you want to be that first person, be like, all right, he's, everyone knows I'm super disrespectful, but I, I got the one up on ours this one time. Like, I was able yeah. to take him out. And I think that that's what kind of helps his brand, too, on the low, is well, that you, he's like the, the, the person you kind of want to take out and, and, you know, put on the whole, on the wall, rather, of people that he's been able to compete with. What I like about battle rap in general, and it, it would help with anyone battling him, they really do their homework on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, they be digging and digging. They'll go back to your high school and start talking to people. Like, it's, they like TMZ mm. to find dirt on you. That's crazy. To bring to the battle and then put in a verse so now you getting exposed, per se, for some shit that you didn't even know this nigga knew in front of cameras and all these people. Yeah, like, yeah. So, like, your brother would be doing, like, research, looking up online and Oh, they do people. all, not just all the battle rappers do it. Oh. They all, they, they'll contact people in your area, contact girls you may have dealt with to get, because, yeah, yeah. Man. I got a question. Oh, I, wasn't, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. <laughs> Anytime Erin got a question, it's normally a good question oh, that just. Shit. <laughs> I got a question. And she and was a little excited about that. That's what that, I'm saying. So. Anytime, anytime she makes that face, she's like, all right, fuck this. Oh, I got a question. Because I heard what you said earlier, and, I, and you, you two probably weren't there. So, how did you guys feel when Arsenal and Joe exchanged oh. bars? Oh. Like, how, how was that? Honestly, all right, for me, when that happened, one, I know why it happened. I know the real why. So me seeing that, knowing it's nothing, it they didn't have a real beef. Like, these mm-hmm. two niggas see each other and it's on. Yeah. Put me in an awkward spot. So first thing I do, I call my brother. Yo, listen, whatever y'all got going, because I know it's not serious to where nothing's going to escalate from it, Keep me out of it. I called Joe. Whatever you and my brother got going, because I know it's not serious to where it's going to get become a situation, keep me out of it. Don't do that. My brother did not take heed to what I said. Mm. And then I had a problem. I called him. I was like, yo, you, you said something in here that one wasn't true, and two, I asked you to not, to, to, I asked you to keep me out of it. Nah, but you know, it was just rap. You know, I had to do that. Like, that's all it is. I'm like, yeah, but that paints a picture to me when you do that. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I don't want to be put in the middle of this. And because I know why, I know why this is going on. Yeah. Like, if it was some shit I didn't know and I thought might have really been a situation, I would have squashed it. Yeah. I would have absolutely jumped in, like, nah, that's not happening. Y'all are going to do this, this. But it wasn't that. But when I heard what he did, I had a problem. Mm. And I talked to him. I was like, he's like, nah, nah, I'll I'll let the nigga know that ain't the case. I'm like, all right, but just don't. Like, that wasn't wasn't cool. And Joe had some shit that he was going to say, and he told me, yo, I took it out. Cool. Because I don't want to be in the middle of y'all shit like that. Only because when it's not real beef, I've been cool with two people that started beefing with each other. 
or hadn't had issues. I'm not going to say beef because yeah. none of this shit's really beef. If it's not real serious beef, I'm not picking a side. I'll let y'all do what y'all do. Don't involve me. Yeah. Reason why is because when them niggas is cool down the line, now you look stupid. You know what I'm saying? I jump on your side and, yeah, fuck that nigga. Now y'all cool again, but I was just saying fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, me and you not cool no more. You cool with the nigga you was originally beefing with, and because I chose a side in, in, in something that wasn't a real beef, now me and you not cool no more. Mm. That's why if, if it's something serious, that's one thing. But if it's not serious, I'll remove myself. I'll let everybody know, look, you don't disrespect that person when I'm around because that's still my people's and vice versa. Y'all can have y'all problems. Don't involve me. Don't do it when I'm around. And that's happened multiple times. Not just Joe and Ars, but... And Joe and Ars are cool. Joe came to Ars um, last battle. Like, they, they cool. Mm-hmm. Which is why, because I knew it wasn't a real issue in the beginning. Yeah. I knew why it happened. So, because of that, y'all can go ahead and... Y'all are rappers. Wrap that shit out. Yeah, I think that's dope. Um, to, to answer your question, I I didn't really care. <laughs> I, I I'm like ice. I I try to stay neutral with with shit like that. I because I've, I've seen where even for me, um, I didn't get to learn the way that you learned, where you were able to see it firsthand, see people. And I've been in the in the middle of things where you know you try to side with someone, but just for just only just to uh, you know kind of fix the situation, and it just never played out in my favor. So now it's just one of those things where I was just like, uh, I'm going to let them go ahead and handle it. I ain't asking no questions. I don't want to know nothing as long as it's cool. Nobody's beefing. Nobody gets hurt, and it's yeah. just it's 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 uh, competitive and remains competitive. I'm with it. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that's needed in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I I, I think the the more the merrier. Once it goes to another level and it escalates to something different, that's when, uh, you know, Brandon, let's save lives, comes out. Right, and it's right. like, fam, this, this can't happen. Yeah. Like, niggas got to get on the yeah, phone. Yeah, we got to get on the phone. Let's, let's figure it out because this is crazy. Y'all, y'all are taking this to the next level. So, but if it don't go there, I'm, I'm all with the, the competitive sport of it because that's what rap is and that's what battle rap is. And, you know. Speak, speaking of that, now I did have to get on the phone one time um, when the whole, due to some battle rap shit, um, Shotgun Shug battled, I want to say it was Calico. In, I could be wrong about that. One of, them, one of them, I think it was Calico. But in his battle, he dissed Proof from Detroit. Mm. Right. Mm. But see, this is battle rap. Battle rap, we are, that's what they do. I, I hear you, but that I feel like those are just, He's one of the people you just don't touch. But you don't know. But a battle rapper don't know that, first off. I'm doing my research on you and your city. Okay, I'm going to diss this person. So he didn't, Shug didn't recognize what damage he was causing. He didn't know. My brother has a battle in Detroit. During the battle, Trick Trick crashes the battle. I bet he did. (laughs) I bet he did. And from what I understand, because I wasn't there, Trick or one of his people saw my brother before the battle and just said, where's your man at? They were looking for Suge. Because mm-hmm. it was like all of the Nork battlers were out there in Detroit. Suge didn't go. 
So he's like, yo, where your man at? Brother's like, who you talking about? You know who I'm talking about. Where your man at? Who? Like, it went one of those situations. Mm -hmm. So now, during my brother's verse, while he's battling, he says something about, yeah, and if you see me, you're going to see Suge next to me, something like that. Soon as he said that line, Trick Trick crashed the battle. You just said you ain't know him. He's like, I ain't say, I, I said, who you talking about? Like, but the whole shit stopped for a minute. Afterwards, battle over, everybody leave. My brother does another battle somewhere else. And in this battle, he says, yeah, and I just skated in and out of Detroit like it was no problem. Mm. That line opened up doors. So now I get a phone call. Yo, is Arch really your brother or is that just your homie? I was like, nah, that's my brother. All right, well, we need to fix something because right now niggas is getting ready. Niggas, niggas want to get at him and Shug. Mm. And I think my brother was in L.A. or something at the time, and the person that called me was across the, across the world, like in Europe somewhere. I'm like, look, nope, no, 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 no. We're going to fix this right now. I got both of them on three-way. I muted my phone, put my phone down, because that's not for me. Mm -hmm. I let them talk that shit out. Everything cool. I did, um, and then I got the person, I got Suge on the phone, let them talk that out. Because Suge wasn't even traveling to the Midwest no more after that. Yeah. He wasn't going to St. Louis, Chicago, Detroit. He wasn't, he wasn't going. Let them talk that out. Everything is good. I remember... Like, my brother ran into Trick in Atlanta. They, you know, took a flick. It's all good. Everything is good. Trick said, one thing, I never really understood the battle rap part of it. I just heard the comments and was ready to go. Mm -hmm. I get what they do now. Cool. There's no problems. Everybody's cool. Like, I understand. Which, it's, people, the, the battle rappers don't get that. Like, everybody's not in this for the battle rap. Mm -hmm. And you can't go certain places disrespecting people and not... And I think some yeah, repercussions yeah. are coming. Something could happen. Yeah. It's certain certain names you just can't touch in certain areas. You mm -hmm. just can't say. You just don't disrespect. Leave them alone. You don't go to Houston saying nothing about Jay Prince. Yeah. Nothing. I remember I asked my brother one time, I was like, um, was there been any wild situations where y'all was just like, Yo, shit might get real in here. I expected him to say Detroit. He was like, nah, man, Oakland. Oakland is different. And I'm like, I was in Oakland. <laughs> wait, wait, what the fuck? He was just like, nah, Oakland's a different place. I was like, oh, shit, never know. Yeah, for real. Wait, what, are you, what, what does he mean by that? Uh, I, I guess it was just they sent some tension or something. I didn't even sense it. I guess they sent some tension. I don't know. Hmm. But, yeah. That's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I ain't going into specifics, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of the things you probably don't touch. Yeah. But no, I, no, I, I get I it. You. But, I mean, I guess, well. People understand now, though. Like, again, back to what I was saying about the early Twitter shit. Now, me saying a person's album is whack ain't going to get no response from them. Because mm -hmm. now they understand it. Yeah. Now they understand you're going to see your naysayers, you're going to see your fans, you're going to see the whole shit. Nobody cares no more. Same thing with the battle rap shit. 
a nigga say something a couple, you know, four or five years ago, they not used to that. All they see is, yo, this is an outside nigga in here disrespecting some shit. Now it's like, okay, we get what battle rap is now. Like, yeah. you know, we always knew being here in the tri-state area, yeah. But outside of that, like they caught on late the battle rap. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying they wasn't doing it, but it wasn't a big. It wasn't. It wasn't a big uh, thing right, the right. way it is right now. Right. And, and, yeah, I get that. So now with them understanding it, if that same situation happened, I doubt it would be taken that that way. Yeah. Because now niggas understand. Okay, that's battle rap. That's just the growth of it though, and then you get your own edification of everything and how what it is. I think it, that helps. You know what I'm saying? That situation could have gone completely left had that conversation not happened had the information not been given mm -hmm. to trick trick and, and, and helping him understand just what it all yeah. means to be a battle rapper and what the culture is so i think that's for anything it just goes back to our entire conversation you gotta sometimes spend time educating people yeah. on certain things so they but don't again, take it the wrong way you gotta and at the same time the person has to be open-minded and willing to listen well that's yeah. that that matters Cause sometimes niggas don't care. Yeah. I took it this way and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I don't want to hear nothing else. This is the way I took it. This is the way it is. Yeah. So, I mean, that's dope. So, uh, as far as your podcast goes, I don't do podcasts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. As far as I don't do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of his podcast. <laughs> I don't do podcasts. I know that that is what the theme is, but that really is the name of his podcast. That's it. It's available on every, uh, every platform. platform. <laughs> um, again, me and Aaron wanted to thank you because you helped us a lot yeah, no with, problem, with trying to get us uh, situated and, and, and getting us on platform. So we definitely appreciate you. Yes. Anytime. So Anytime. Uh, to the fans, to the listeners, uh, please check it out. Uh, the show was great. Very funny. And again, to hear more of just ICE just being ICE. <laughs> Even way, because what you guys heard is very censored ice in a yeah, sense. Yeah. It's very scaled back ice. Yeah, it is. The normal ice is just a wee bit different on his <laughs> platform. <laughs> a wee bit different because on his I platform. Because I don't want to fuck nothing up on nobody else's shit. That's yeah, all. Yeah. I, I respect, if I respect it. Yeah. If I don't respect it, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. I, I fuck with y'all. You, you know, we, you my nigga. So. Yeah. I think we gotta play a snippet. We gotta, they gotta actually yeah. hear him. Yeah, though. I think we gotta add a snippet oh, in on this one. We gotta add a snippet on this fuck one. Fuck yeah, I gotta snippet up. Yeah, what, 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 what would be an episode? What would be an episode that you would like to uh, give a snippet of? Bro, I have no clue, man. Just go click. Just, just, just <laughs> go ahead. Go pick an episode, man. Uh, all right. So I guess we'll, we'll, I don't we'll figure I don't out have, an episode. I don't have any clips. I, I don't. We'll we'll get the clips. We'll figure right. out an episode. Well, and here here here's whatever episode we pick. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Tell us what you think about it. Here oh, we go. What's the all right? See now we go away. Off, but I don't <laughs> even give are. a shit. I have to know this. Give me your two weirdest DMs. The feet thing happens a lot where people ask you ask me for feet pictures for money, which is fucking strange. Okay, time out. Have you sold feet pictures? Yet? <laughs> no, I have not sold. Why haven't you sold feet pictures? It's just, that's weird. I don't Nigga. like, I, that's weird. To me, I'm just, I'm not into that, you know? Your like, face ain't even in it. Bro. It's just your feet and they paying. What do you mean? You, you, you've you ever had people ask you to send pictures of yourself, like in general for money? Would you do that? That's fucking strange. No. Ex no. And I'm, not, and I'm not talking about your but face. But if a chick said, yo, let me get a picture of your foot, I'll pay you for <laughs> Check this out. Send that over. People are fucking weird on the internet. Especially now that I'm doing this podcast, I've definitely gotten some weird DMs, and I don't appreciate them at all. <laughs>
<laughs> I do not appreciate them at all. All right, all right. Brandon scurrying out. I don't know what he's doing. He he missed. I don't know if he, is he in trouble. I don't know. Hey. <laughs> he got that call. Stay strong, B. <laughs> I stand with B. Oh man, but no, it's it's dope. We we really appreciate your your honesty and your intellect and everything like that. Especially coming on our podcast and and really showcasing who you are. Because we know we all know that like social media and also I don't do podcasts on there. That's just one aspect of you. But yeah, today just, you definitely showed a lot more of who you are. This is probably one of the times where I, because I'm I'm talking with my friend. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. With other people, when I do other podcasts or I, I've done interviews and all of that, like, I don't know them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I walk in a little apprehensive. Like, you might yeah. try to blindside me with some shit or, you know, people want to ask me about, yo, what happened here? Like, you know, just, just anything to get they clicks up. Like, I, I, I look at a lot of shit with the side eye. Mm. I, I know that's not happening here. Oh, yeah, we don't So do I was here. cool. I, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm cool with it. So that's why I told y'all, whatever whatever we want to talk about, we can talk about. I don't care. Well, I mean, the good thing, too, is with our podcast, we, we tell everyone, like, we will be just as open as you are. Like, we've opened up about personal matters. Like, the last episode, I freaking opened up about how, like, my dad not being in my life, like, that affected me in so many ways. If you want to say daddy issues, like, then that's what it is. But, I know like, a young lady with severe, like, yeah. But there, but you know, but it's crazy though because it's like not a lot of people want to admit the fact that like not having a specific parent or lack of relationships affected them. Of course, I'm not saying I have that now. Like I dealt with it because I identified it. But like I was completely comfortable saying that, and I feel like I I hope people listened and were able to be like, you know what, I I relate to that. That's because you you owned your shit. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to own their shit. People just. You know, would be too busy focusing on other people's shit. Or they're afraid to look in the mirror and see yeah, that's what, what's in front of them. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. Like pointing the finger out that way. Yeah. Like, don't really. I own all my shit, man. Good, bad. I don't. I'm just me. Yeah. Like I tell everyone all the time, I'm going to give you me. If you don't like it, that's fine. I'm not out here trying to be liked by, every, by everyone. I'm not out here mm -hmm. trying to be accepted. I. I I am a thousand percent comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. You know, people say all kind of wild shit to me on social media. Not once have I ever even been remotely close to being bothered. Because I don't care. Yeah. I, I'm like, I, I tell everybody, I, no, there's two, certain people can say they don't give a fuck. But only a select few of us out here really don't give a fuck. I'm one of I just don't care. Like okay. I'm I'm not trying to sway opinions. I'm not trying to I, whatever. It's funny you say that because <laughs> I also told Brandon that before. I was just like, you know what? I'm just at a point in my life where if someone doesn't like me, then whatever. Because I could do the right thing and you still don't like me. But right. I'm just like whatever. Long as point. you long as you can sleep comfortably at night, that's it. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> That's it. Long as you out here like, yo, I'm good. Like none, none of that other shit matters. It doesn't. It does not matter. You don't. You out out here. You know, you're not defrauding anybody or you know that type yeah. of shit. Then oh, no. you good. Facts. All right. All right. Hey. Killing the ages. Hey. Hey. It's lit. 
What a what a re-entrance. Is it is it lit? It's, Came in it's, here. God damn it. Fucking headphones. <laughs> it's lit. Came in here grinning. Yeah. It's, it's lit. lit. <laughs> um what were y'all dissing me while I was going to Nah, something? we was just saying it looked lit. Now nah, you probably were dissing nah, me. Nah, nah. <laughs> we were just we were just talking about how like uh just owning owning yourself and owning your truth and how I got told about the episode where I talked about my stuff with my dad and okay. I was just like and we just had a conversation based on like you know what as long as you're okay with yourself at the end of the day that's the most thing that matters yeah but alright well we gotta we gotta wrap it up a little bit but um Ice thank you so much for coming on to our podcast even though you don't like doing them I don't this was a special treat <laughs> thank y'all for having Christmas me present. man thank, thank you Ice me. thank you for everything to the listeners again go check out his podcast that is called I Do Not Do no, Podcast I don't tomato well, no, it does matter. No, yeah. it matters. No, yeah, I was about to say. I'm probably sure. I don't, yeah, 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 I don't do podcasts because we had that issue. Where everybody was trying to find our shit, and it was like, Brandon, I can't find it. And they were spelling roots wrong. Uh, it matters. It's R-O-U-T-E-S, not R-O-O-T-S. Mm. Body that, right? See what we did there? See what you did there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ice. <laughs> All right.